I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Had a question sent in by one of you today for me to go through the four teams that are playing this weekend. Obviously, all of them can be eliminated this weekend. Two sudden death games, four teams there. I got was asked if, you know, obviously all of them can be eliminated. So to go through each of them and say if they were all eliminated this weekend, would their season be a success or a failure in my opinion? So I go through the four teams. And for me, a lot of it does come down to this game as well, how they do bow out of finals. For example, the Parramatta Eels last year, I was pretty disappointed that uh, obviously I thought they were a team that could win a comp last year. They've got the side to be able to do it. But the way they bowed out of finals was showing that they can contend there. So I wouldn't have called that a failure last year, despite not winning. But for example, Parramatta, if they were to get blown out by the Raiders, I don't know, I'd have to ask some question marks around them there. So let's get into that team first. The Parramatta Eels. So they finished fourth this season. They lost week one. They obviously got the short straw of playing the Penrith Panthers there. Uh, to finish fourth in the regular season, a pretty good knock, despite it being a really inconsistent year, still managed to finish fourth. We all sit here and we praise the Cowboys, what they done this year and it has been incredible at the end of the day um, they won one more game of football than the Parramatta Eels and you know they obviously had that controversial game against the West Tigers now obviously from the North Queensland Cowboys it's about where they've come from from the bottom of the ladder to get here Parramatta not so much the same story obviously they featured uh, they've finished pretty well last year they finished six last year 32 competition points so they have improved coming into this year it just worries me that whilst they've improved stats and everything wise uh, and they've improved player by player as well. Like Dylan Brown's gone to a new level. Sean Lane's gone to a new level. Mitch Moses has gone to a new I mean, all these guys have improved this year under Brad Arthur. But are they going to take that next step as far as the premiership goes? For me, I... I think this year is probably a failure if Parramatta aren't in the prelim final, to be perfectly honest with you. Prelim final, I can go, okay... Fair enough, that's uh, that's probably who they are. But, I, I mean, with the squad they've got and with their window closing, I think a premiership should have been their aim, and I have no doubt that it would have been for the Parramatta Eels. So, for me, if they do get blown out this weekend, if they get beat by the Canberraters, for me, that will be a failure. Sort of regardless of the scoreline, you know, obviously if they get beat, you know, 30-0, that would be an absolute fucking disaster for Parramatta. But to be honest with you, even if they get beat, 
by one point. I'm still going to sit here and say this season was a failure to finish fourth and then to go out in straight sets and to lose to the Canberra Raiders who finished eighth uh, with their team that they've got at the moment. They are full strength. This is essentially Parramatta's best team they could be possibly running out with. So for me, if they go from fourth to out in straight sets and then Reid Marnie leaves, Isaiah Papali'i potentially leaves as well. We're waiting for confirmation on that one. Uh, For me, I would have to call it a failure this year for Parramatta. So fingers crossed they can get the job done against the Canberra Raiders. Take on, who is it, the North Queensland Cowboys in the prelim final, which will be a very interesting one. Going up there will be very tough, but not a game that Parramatta can't win, obviously. Uh, And if they were to lose that game against the Cowboys in North Queensland, they go, you know what? They played a very good team in a prelim final. They got to the top four, which is where they should be, the Parramatta Eels. Uh, And I can sort of accept that. I know that, you know, I always say that they should be a team that should be winning a comp, but there's only one team that can win it every year. If you get to the prelim final, that's a pretty good knock. But to get knocked out in week two after going out in straight sets, uh, the Parramatta Eels, I think that would be considered a failure, in my opinion, for this season, especially with where the club is going and the guys they're losing, and they know it's going to be pretty tough over the next few years, or at least I think it's going to be pretty tough for them over the next few years. Not saying they can't compete, uh, but losing a star hooker and losing, you know, arguably the best forward in rugby league over the last two years, over the entire two seasons, I think it's fair to say he's been the best forward. Uh, That'll be a huge loss of Parramatta. So a bit of pressure on them coming into this weekend. On the other side of the table, we've got the Canberra Raiders, uh, who managed to finish in eighth spot this year on the regular season. Uh, Obviously started the year like an absolute busted. So I think that sort of put a bit of emphasis on the Canberra Raiders being the team that they're lucky to be there. They're playing with house money, which I think they are, and I think that's the attitude that they've got. But I mean, if they just would have won one or two games at the start of the season, it's a very different story. Um, I think the Canberra Raiders are pretty happy with where they're sitting as far as coming in eighth. Last year, they finished in 10th spot. Keep in mind, last year, obviously, uh, it was a pretty grim season all round. Like, you could obviously finish in the top eight with a losing record. So, to finish 10th last year, pretty damn disappointing with a record of 22-14. and To jump back into the top eight this year with a record of... Four, sorry, sorry, I, I just read the, the wrong stats. To finish last season with a record of uh, 10 and 14, very disappointing despite the Gold Coast Titans actually making the finals with the same record. But then this year, uh, to improve that in what I think was a closer competition to 14 and 10, that is a fantastic, fantastic turnaround by the Canberra Raiders. They won four more games than they lost last year. And then you consider how they started the season, went like an absolute buster. So there should have been games they won in the earlier parts as well. But that is their record. I think making the top eight this year is a tremendous effort by the Canberra Raiders. Wasn't all ideal for them. We just mentioned Parramatta, how they've got their full squad at the moment. You know, the Canberra Raiders, obviously, they had all the dramas with Chance. He got injured and whatnot. Then he wasn't in the team. They lost, you know, all the Jared Croker drama. They lost Harley Smith-Shields in the preseason. They've now lost Adam Elliott for this game. Uh, who else? Oh, Josh Hodgson. They lost him very early on in the piece, one of the leaders of this team. Jamal Fogarty was out for the first half of the season. So, for me, for the Canberra Raiders to finish in the top eight, I think that's a good, uh, a very good season for them. I sort of had them at the start of the year as a smoky for eighth spot. They did manage to grab eighth spot. I probably didn't have them 
going past week one when I was looking at it as a whole. When I saw that matchup between the Raiders and the Storm, I thought they'd be a sniff. But to really give it to the Melbourne Storm like they did, I think it's an incredible effort. And I think they come into this Parramatta Eels game. Um, obviously underdogs, but I think they've got a really good chance of upsetting the Eels here. As I said, when you're playing with house money, you're willing to take risks. You're going to throw the ball around a little bit more. There'll be a little bit more free-flowing footy. Adam Elliott's a massive loss that'll really hurt them. But you look at the form of Jackie White and Hudson Young, Joe Tappanay, Josh Papali'i. All these guys are in really red-hot form. They're also coming off a game against Melbourne, which wasn't really a traditional sort of game against Melbourne. It wasn't really a ground-and-pound sort of game. It was a good game of footy. But you look at the Parramatta Eels, what they went through with the Penrith Panthers. Uh, we know that teams are always a little bit tired coming off games with the Panthers. So, Canberra, I think if they lose this weekend, I would still call this season a success. Um, personally, I think they're making the eight. It was a successful year considering everything that went into it. But if they manage to win this week and knock over the Melbourne Storm into the Parramatta Eels, I think that season is massively successful. If they finish their season a prelim final against the North Queensland Cowboys, I think that's fantastic for the Raiders and a very, very good knock, all things considered. If they go further than that to a grand final or a premiership, unbelievable. A++++. plus plus plus. But Canberra Raiders, just getting to where they are this weekend, for me, that is a success. I know that's not the attitude of the Raiders boys. I was talking to one of their forwards the other night, uh, and he spoke about how they genuinely believe they can win this comp, and they genuinely believe they could win this comp when they were sitting in ninth and 10th, you know, three or four weeks ago. So the confidence is high in the nation's capital. We keep coming back to it, but Adam Elliott, he's going to be a huge loss. He's going to change a lot in that team, but it puts a little bit more emphasis on Joe Tapanay, which is very, very dangerous. So the Canberra Raiders, I would call it a successful season to finish eighth, considering I think they lost their first six in a row to finish in the top eight. An incredible effort. And then to go to week two, at least week two of finals, a pretty successful season. All right, let's have a look at the next game. We'll also have our coaches' clipboards coming for you guys uh, throughout the week as well. We'll have one this afternoon for the Parramatta Eels and the Canberra Raiders. Just finalizing that gets a bit tough with these teams when they play week after week. You want to sort of find new things. You don't want to sort of repeat yourself. So I'm just going through them, spending a bit of time on them at the moment. Our next game is the Sharkies and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So these two teams, the Cronulla Sharks, um, I don't think you could call this season anything less than a success. To finish second this season with a record of 18-6, and six, they only lost six games of football this year. Very, very impressive. Last year, like the Canberra Raiders, they finished with a record of 10-14. and 14. So for the Sharkies to just get where they are, a very successful season. There is no doubt about it. But... They did finish second overall, and there's the potential that they could go out in straight sets. I think they were, you know, just to some extent unlucky that finals week one, they had to play for 93 minutes, and they were unlucky not to get the win there. A couple of things that went against them, obviously, like the Val Holmes penalty and whatnot. A couple of, if a couple of things would have gone different ways. The Sharkies have got a week off now, and they're one win away from a grand final in Sydney, which is massive. It's a very different story now with the Sharkies having to take on the red-hot South Sydney Rabbitohs and then take on the Penrith Panthers to get into the grand final. But regardless of what happens this week, even if the Sharkies go out in straight sets, for me, I think this year has been a massive success for the Sharks considering where they've come from, a rookie head coach, the players that have come in. they got a new halfback who's played fullback the last two or three years. Dale Finucane came into the side. Plenty of changes and like shifting Talakai out to the centres. Like No one would have really anticipated that at the start of the season. Wade Graham missed some footy. Andrew Fafita's missed footy. Cam McInnes has missed footy. Dale Finucane's missed footy. Matt Moylan's missed some footy. Will Kennedy's missed footy. I mean, uh, Katoa's missed footy as well. So it has been a pretty challenging season for the Cronulla 
Sharks, and for them to finish second, I think it's a very, a very, very successful season. Even if they bow out this weekend in straight sets, which when you finish normally if you finish second and you go out in straight sets, I would say fuck, that's a bit of a bed shit there. And you know what? It is when we talk about finals, but it's not like they got blown off the park in the first game. They lost by two points in the 93rd minute of one play. So if a couple of things would have gone differently, all of a sudden we're saying this Cronulla Sharks season is a raging success in the regular season, which I agree it is. And then finals, we're going, wow, one win away from a grand final. Unbelievable. So I do feel sorry for the Sharkies as far as the finals goes, but that's what semi-final footy is about. The Sharkies, they have shown they are going to be a threat over the next few years, in my opinion. So no matter what happens on Saturday night against the South Sydney Rabbitohs, I would say the Sharkies have had a successful season. All right, let's have a look at the last side, the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So the Bunnies. This year, they finished seventh at the end of the regular season. Last season, uh, they finished third and they went all the way to a grand final. So it's easy to say, oh, it's been a failure because they've gone down and they're not going to, and they potentially won't make a grand final. We'll know in a few weeks if they do or not. Uh, but for me, I would still call this season a success for the Bunnies. I think people really underappreciate the amount of change that they've gone through. We just spoke about Craig Fitzgibbon as a rookie coach. Um, not only is it hard being a rookie coach, he stepped into the shoes of John Morris, who was handy, did well, made finals I think two years in a row, a good knock, finishing 8th and 7th I think, so a good knock in the NRL, no doubt about it um, Demetrio has stepped into the shoes of the greatest coach of all time uh, he's also lost a halfback who went to a number of prelim finals in a row and was a premiership winner, uh, and I think when we say a premiership winning halfback, we sort of take it for granted you look around the competition, how many premiership winning halfbacks there are, there really aren't fucking many of them, let's be honest here, so for him to lose the greatest coach of all time uh, one of the best sevens of the modern era, in my opinion. Definitely one of the most consistent sevens of the modern era. And then to also lose Dane Gagai, who's an absolute weapon at centre and was the best defensive centre in that team and the best with the ball as well. And he was left centre, so he was on that really strong edge for them. Latrell Mitchell, he missed an absolute stack of football this year. I think he missed 12 games, smack in the middle of the season. Campbell Graham's had injuries. Uh, it, it has not been an easy season for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Origin comes around. They farewell Jai Arrow, Cam Murray, Damian Cook, all these sort of guys. I think considering the young guys that they relied on this year as well, obviously like Isaiah Tassis coming to left centre to replace Dane Gagai, that's been a really tough gig. Keon Kulamantungi, he's turned into you know one of the premier back rowers in rugby league in my opinion. I think he's been sensational this year. He had a lot of uh, defensive issues at the start of the season. He's worked his ass off on them, as has Lockanelius, the guy inside him. Campbell Graham's had injuries. He's been sw- switched and changed everywhere. They had Joshy Mansour in there plans at the start of the season. He hasn't kicked on like they anticipated. Um, you got to remember this time last year, they were playing in a grand final and Blake Taff was their fullback and we were all going, Blake Taff's going to be a superstar next year. He's hardly played any football. Uh, because they haven't really needed him. They've done well with all their other spots. Uh, losing Wayne Bennett, though, is the big one. We know that Wayne gets the very best out of his forward pack each and every year. That was my worry. There'd be a bit a big drop-off in the pack. And to be honest with you, I don't think there has. As I said, Coleman Tungy's gone to a new level. Cam Murray's been sensational. Jai Arrow's been great. Tom Burgess had his best season for the last five or six years, I would argue he has been sensational. Harm Sele, when he's come in, he's carried a few injuries here and there, but he's been great. Totola, he got their player of the fucking year, Totola. He's in the same team as Cody Walker, Latrell Mitchell, Damian Cook, and Totola got player of the year, and I think he deserved it as well. So for South Sydney, despite them maybe not finishing as high on the ladder as what they did last year, despite maybe not making a grand final like they did last year, I think this season has been a huge success for the Bunnies. I really do think people underappreciate how hard... 
Demetrio's job has been, especially when you lose Latrell Mitchell and you have to send him over overseas and whatnot, smack in the middle of the season. A huge, huge distraction. And then on top of that, you need to consider that the Bunnies, they were well and truly in the contest for the first five or six weeks, and they got unlucky in a lot of games. They lost in a lot of really close margins. People tried to write them off. And I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know, I remember on one of my posts, Latrell came out and backed the coach, backed the team 100%. And fuck, wasn't he proven right? They have done incredibly well since then. And if they would have got one or two wins at the start of the season, which really were coin tosses at the back end of games, all of a sudden the South Sydney Rabbitohs, they could have finished, you know, fourth or something and had a top four finish and only dropped one spot on the ladder since last season. I would also argue that South Sydney were the team, probably them and the Manly Seagulls, that adapted the best to the rules last year. And they were really able to blow out the bottom table sides and absolutely give it to them. This year, the game completely changed. So it was just another obstacle that Demetrio had to dodge. And I think he did a sensational job of it. So despite South Sydney finishing lower on the ladder in the regular season, despite South Sydney making a grand final this year and looking like it'll be a tough road to get to a grand final last year, I think it's fair to say it's unlikely they would be in a grand final. But we have seen them beat the Penrith Panthers on big stages before. I would still well and truly with a rookie coach, a rookie seven, a rookie left center on their strike edge, Huge injuries to, to Latrell Mitchell throughout the season. I would definitely call this season a success for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, as I would with the Cronulla Sharks, as I would with um, the Canberra Raiders. It's only the Parramatta Eels that if they drop out this weekend, I'd probably say this season wasn't a huge success considering their roster, where they finished their injury run, everything along those lines. I think that's a pretty fair comment to make. Let me know your reactions to my success or failure seasons for these four sides. Very keen to hear your guys' reactions and your thoughts, where I've got it right, where I've got it wrong. Send me a message on Instagram, especially if you're a fan of one of these teams. Let me know your thoughts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.